the KUAM Podcast Network is back and on demand, featuring a great variety of podcasts from our island and region, including culture, lifestyle, awareness, crime, politics, commentary, comedy, and entertainment. Available on most streaming platforms. The KUAM Podcast Network. Subscribe and listen now. Sports. It has kept our collective societies healthy while building strong communities and boosting morale in good times and in bad. Sport matters. That is the topic of this episode of That's It, That's All. You are listening to That's It, That's All with Sean DiMatato. You are listening to That's It, That's All. My name is Sean Dumatautau, the host of the podcast. That's It, That's All is brought to you by Get LLC, the Guam-based consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm, serves both public and private sector organizations in Micronesia and the Western Pacific. Need help with writing a business safety plan? Need an energy efficiency solution for your offices or commercial facilities? Find out more about the capabilities of Get LLC on their website at get-guam.com. Don't wait. Check them out. Hello to those listeners in Gonzales, Louisiana. Also, greetings to those of you listening in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Ann Arbor, Michigan. The listenership is growing with each episode. Can't forget the listeners across the island of Guam in the village of Assen. Half a day to you all. Thanks for having That's It, That's All on your travels from one end of Paradise Guam to the other. Remember, we hope that you will download the podcast for your road trip, gym workout, or time on your laptop or desktop computers. Can't forget the big thank you to RedCircle.com in getting the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Remember that you can listen to That's It, That's All on the iHeartRadio app, and on Pandora. The podcast is also a part of the KUAM Podcast Network, an awesome collection of on-demand audio shows originating in Guam and Micronesia from the number one broadcast news and digital source of information in Guam and Micronesia. Remember to like, subscribe, or follow this particular podcast. Click one of those buttons to do so right now. Sports have played a pivotal role in communities in Guam, Micronesia, and around the world throughout history. Who would have thought that pushing physical limits has become a popular way of preventing coronavirus during the ongoing global pandemic? Whether it is weightlifting, running, hiking, surfing, or playing a team sport, as interest in health and longevity continue to rise, and governments and businesses continue to see sporting activities and events as sound investments in this post-COVID world, sports have and will continue to play a vital health and wellness role in our island and global society for the foreseeable future. Right before the start of the Olympic Games this past summer, former U.S. Olympian and one of the greatest track athletes of all time, Edwin Moses, asked world leaders to look at sport as a way for the world to recover from the coronavirus pandemic. He said, quote, sport can play an important part in helping to rebuild society 
and support those who have lived through the trauma of the pandemic on top of already challenging circumstances. Close quote. Early in the COVID response, local doctors in Micronesia had asked the governors of the Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana Islands and Guam to find ways to keep access to the beaches, parks, and outdoor spaces open to allow for activities to keep our people healthier. Activities of gyms and health centers pivoted to outdoor activities to slow the spread of COVID. Sporting goods sales, though limited in the early part of the COVID response, has since grown exponentially. Families are now doing more things outdoors to reduce COVID lockdown fatigue and just keep active beyond the confines of their backyards and villages. In an article published in the American College of Sports Medicine, Health, and Fitness Journal by Dr. Walter Thompson, a worldwide survey of fitness trends for the year 2021 found that online training, wearable technology, body weight training, and outdoor activities ranked one through four. In its 15th year, Thompson noted that the survey is designed to help and support the health fitness industry when making critical programming and business decisions to capture additional business into the future and maybe even to stay in business. A February 2021 Finnish study that found at the starting and stopping of sport and exercise and its effects on mood during the COVID-19 pandemic, researchers found that people have their own mode of exercising or doing sport that is associated with their well or ill-being and that starting to exercise outdoors following lockdown was found not to be associated with better mood. The Finnish study surmised that being forced to disengage from their favorite activity, like going to the gym and the breaking of habits, had a more negative influence on people's harmony with the world than outdoor activities can repair. Quote, given the COVID-19 pandemic, is likely to result in further closures of exercise, sport facilities, and the continued disruption of group exercise and team sports also in the future, attempts to help people build some degree of continuity in their exercise sport life world is a practical recommendation stemming from the study. Close quote. It appears researchers are looking and will be looking at the effects of this for the foreseeable future, especially the middle and longer-term impacts of COVID on sports and the active living. Now, where am I going with all of this? Up until the start of the coronavirus pandemic in March of 2020, at no other time in history was sports playing such a dominant role in our daily lives. Maybe we should give thanks to the prevalence of the internet and television. Adults and children alike were consuming sports at an astonishing rate, from soccer to baseball to basketball mixed martial arts, to even the sport of Russian slap fighting. Not to mention when we are not physically involved in sports, there are parts of our society that will play them via video games. I must share that I have had my fill of fantasy sports leagues over the years, and now there is programming on YouTube to highlight these so-called video and fantasy sporting activities as well. Watching kids play FIFA 2021 is my personal favorite. Watching and playing sports provides ways to escape the stress of our daily lives and is a way to come together as a community. To date, COVID-19 has compounded our interactions and made it less acceptable to be with friends and family we once had with sport. 
Sport's immense effect on culture is especially evident among those who may not enjoy playing or watching sports. These people often still know the names of key players via mass media, and they may still take some national pride in Olympic and other amateur or professional sports. Sports generally provide everyone in a society with some form of a shared story and a shared goal. Physical activities like sports, whether for recreational, professional, or educational purposes, are not merely about fitness or victory. Above all, they are an essential building block of a prosperous and healthy society. Much like a country's educational system, media, or political and social movements, sporting events bring people together by strengthening ties and celebrating the common ideals of fairness, sacrifice, and hope. Sports in society reminds us that following prescribed rules does not have to be boring and that we must always carve out a place for fun in our lives, even in these extraordinary times. This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. The St. Thomas source in the U.S. Virgin Islands reported on September 28, 2021, that active cases of COVID-19 in the U.S. territory were tilting toward younger people. Territorial epidemiologist Dr. Esther Ellis telling journalists there, quote, last week, the majority of our cases were in the 0 to 17 age group, close quote. This was happening as USVI Governor Albert Bryan has prohibited contact sports, mandating training sessions instead of games or group contact. The news didn't discourage the USVI U-20 men's national soccer team, who is prepping to play in a CONCACAF qualifying tournament set to begin in early November in a neutral site in the Dominican Republic. My sources in the USVI say that vaccine rates there are in the high 40% range. With it, the Virgin Islands Daily News last week reported the territory's two athletics associations there, the St. Croix Interscholastic Athletic Association and the St. Thomas St. John Interscholastic Athletic Association have been given approval by the VI Health Department to have a limited fall sports schedule. The fall season sports approved by the Health Department in St. Thomas and St. John are baseball, softball, cross-country, and three new sports, beach volleyball, golf, and tennis, with the seasons beginning on October 12th. What a difference a week makes. The Utah-based Standard Examiner reported last week that the Puerto Rico national team participated in the 2021 FIVB Girls U18 World Volleyball Championships in Mexico, playing in pool play with the United States, Romania, Nigeria, and Thailand, losing three of their four games. The only win was a three-game winner against the second-ranked African team from Nigeria. The Marianas Variety reported, that the CNMI Federation of Golf Associations held their third tryout 
this past weekend before the posting of this podcast to select golfers for the 2022 Pacific Mini Games to be held in Saipan. The NMI going as far as asking the Pacific Games Council to add three more sports to the compulsory sports of the mini games, making it nine sports for Saipan next year. The Guam Football Association has canceled its 2021 Robbie Weber Youth Soccer League on October 4th, 2021. The rationale linked to both vaccine and crowd restrictions for the youngest players in the U.S. territory. The Guam National Youth Football Federation did the same this past week, citing the daily rise in COVID positives as a reason for their cancellation. The Guam Major League, that's baseball, they pushed its league completion for late August 2021 until restrictions lessen and are now expecting a restart of the balance of their season sometime in November if COVID conditions improve. Now, all of this happens as high school and middle school sports seasons are set to resume in Guam this week. Cross-country, football, boys' soccer, girls' volleyball among them. Vaccines and crowd numbers are expected to be closely managed by the Guam Department of Public Health and Social Services. Even the Guam national soccer teams are prepping for the AFC Asian Cup qualifying tournament after the launch of this particular podcast. There's no question that there are plenty of sports administrators who want to see their respective sports get back to some kind of normal, at least a new normal. Outdoor sports are having a somewhat easier time with government regulators in returning to play than those that play sports indoors. A loss of competition time is keeping many sport federations awake at night. They did see some gains with the International Olympic Committee hosting the Olympic and Paralympic Games in Japan several months ago, but many studies are being done now on how the pandemic impacted preparation time and performance of each and every athlete in Tokyo. Even the activities of the horses from the Olympic equestrian events will be analyzed too. Countries are seeing their second and third waves of COVID. Many are looking at whether the sports-related restrictions can in fact be loosened with high vaccination rates and increased protocols. The states and territories are having to make some hard decisions to reopen to sport. Sport trains our body and our minds. During the ongoing pandemic, those who had not been taking part in any physical activity and any diet seriously are the ones becoming positive from COVID from the massive community spread that's happening all across America. The territories are no different, with new cases now in the CNMI and American Samoa in recent weeks. Across the U.S. territories, there seems to be a push towards a new normal. COVID is just not allowing it to happen. So, what to do? We can all start by getting vaccinated if we can, especially in Guam. We're pretty much nearing the near mid 80% fully vaxxed and 93% with just one shot. After this podcast premieres, that number will surely jump. Also, healthy activities start with diet. There are plenty out there. If it is not quantity to limit, how about better choices? Also, start taking some vitamins. I'm 50. So it has been the multivitamin and vitamin D for me at this time. The latter, in a Royal College of Physicians study published on July 20, 2021, researchers found that vitamin D deficiency is associated with an increase in thrombotic episodes, which are frequently observed in COVID-19. 
The study determined that vitamin D deficiency has been found to occur more frequently in patients with obesity and diabetes, which are reported to carry a higher mortality rate in COVID-19. Quote, if vitamin D does in fact reduce the severity of COVID-19 in regard to pneumonia, ARDS, and thrombosis, it is our opinion that supplements would offer a relatively easy option to decrease the impact of the pandemic. Close quote. I digress. We are seeing governments, with the help of lobbying doctors and healthcare experts, to open up public areas to allow more outside activity. All the mandates can stay in play, a mask, social distancing, washing hands were applicable. By being outside and engaging in some kind of activity, running, cycling, they could be of great health benefit during this particular time. Folks have been saying that now for more than 18 months. Outdoor sports then, both participating in and spectating, can be a logical and safer activity than, say, those inside gyms or in auditoriums. This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. There are plenty of folks in Guam and Micronesia that can take notice of the work being done by the Guam Football Association relative to returning to play for its sports programs. While waiting to get kids back to play, they're doing much for their adult players. Case in point, the GFA teamed up with the Toronto Canada-based Power Up Sports to provide not only a way to track its member clubs, players, and even spectators, the technology relationship allows all players to be tracked when they play and those watching them when they enter the GFA training center. Vaccination records can be uploaded and stored for all in the Power Up Sports system. And it's a pretty cool system. The application is designed to track more than just playing stats. Now it's being used as a COVID contact tracing tool. I think that it is absolutely cool. There's even been a push to use security staff to complete the COVID protocols, temp checks, name checks, and reminder of masks and social distancing. How about playing? Well, as an old guy playing master soccer myself and my Geno's FC team and the other five teams or so featuring just about 25 people apiece, the shortened competition test by GFA for all intents and purposes was successful. Well, it's successful because we were all vaccinated. No reports of cases from playing, no spreading of COVID, none. The activity was so important from a physical and a mental health level, it's one of the few leagues that have been able to kick off and work itself through. Not too long after, the soccer moms, recreational women's leagues also got a chance to play at the GFA training center. All of it outside. Plenty of sun and air. Moonlight nights, yes, and air too, uh, out there in the open, all for all of us to enjoy. My advice to those looking to kick off their respective organized sports programs in Micronesia maybe abroad, call GFA and ask them how they did it. It is exciting that one organization is not sitting back and returning to play. There are Guam Department of Public Health directives 
that the GFA is following for sure plenty of complementary CDC and FIFA guidance to boot. Getting back on the pitch after the long layoff was great. Well, the first game was a bit rough, but with each successive game, things went well physically and mentally. The grand experiment is over, and when things can restart, I am certain GFA will do the same with other adult leagues, especially the men's and women's premier leagues, which are the feeders for the Guam national soccer teams that are, again, prepping for Asian football matches in the coming weeks. Now, this is a great sign. I know those individual sports like golf, they're doing pretty well out there. Folks are playing and swimming at the beaches in the oceans nearby. Indoor sports are still very limited, like basketball and volleyball. The COVID jury is still out on when there can be a safe return of those great pastimes for our island communities. In those areas with higher vaccination rates, there has to be some end game. At some point, where does stopping activity as we reach what public health planners describe as herd immunity is reached? We replace closures with openings. Physical and mental health issues are so important now. Aren't these milestones not enough? The benefits of sport and a healthy lifestyle have been critical to get past the crazy that has been the coronavirus pandemic. Now, I wanted to leave you with a great quote from Marissa Reich of She Sports Switzerland. They're a nonprofit supporting women and men in the sports industry championing equality in Europe and abroad. The London-based Sports Pro Media Limited printed an op-ed from Reich back in February of this past year that brings this whole podcast kind of together. She said, quote, COVID-19 taught us many lessons in crisis management. Empathetic leadership and communication were and are essential, especially in lockdown situations. Being attentive, truly listening, being present, and having the will to learn and adapt are some of the keys to success in times of crisis. But crisis management also means being proactive, informed, and determined. Close quote. Proactive in restarting life in a community ravaged by COVID matters. Informed on all of the decisions to bring this island community back following the pandemic. Being informed matters. And determined. We should all be determined in making the best decisions for ourselves to stay healthy, physically, and mentally to benefit our island society at all levels. Playing sports does this for the most part. Playing sports does matter, especially now at this stage of the global COVID pandemic. That's it. That's all. If you enjoyed this particular podcast, download, press subscribe, or follow us right now. More great content is on the way. Talk to you soon. The That's It, That's All podcast is produced by Sean Gamatato. Executive producer is Trisha Gamatato. Hit the subscribe or follow button and leave a review. Thanks for listening. The KUAM Podcast Network is back and on demand. Featuring a great variety of podcasts from our island and region, including culture, lifestyle, awareness, crime, politics, commentary, comedy, and entertainment. 
Available on most streaming platforms. The KUAM Podcast Network. Subscribe and listen now.